I'm Riker, and this is Pilot. Okay, can we get started now? You're being an asshole. You know I'm not trying to say asshole. I'm saying asshole, right? Yeah, asshole. Holy forking shrimp balls. <laughs> this week we are covering uh, The Good Place, available on Netflix. And it kicks off our summer shorty sprint. Ooh. Uh, where did The Good Place... This is not a trivia <laughs> trivia question. Did you look it up? Where did The Good Place air originally? Uh, NBC. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I've had it. I've had something in my craw for NBC ever since they canceled Las Vegas mm-hmm, during mm-hmm. the writer's strike. So. Yeah, so I also imagine this is available on Peacock as well, <laughs> being that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, NBC, Peacock, that's that's the streaming platform. <clears throat> yeah. Are all their stuff there now? Yeah. I mean, The Office, so I've really been wanting to go for The Office because they have all of the DVD bonus extra material on their streaming platform. So it's like having the DVDs. Ooh. I'm kind of wondering if that's going to be like the new thing or, you know. I would hope so because you're paying right? for so much extra stuff. It's like, right. where's all the stuff that I always already paid for? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because if you're removing the necessity of having DVDs, you can't remove all of the content that was there. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it even can get bigger over time, too. You know, there might yeah. be out, outside material like us. Like, uh, here's yeah. a link to uh, something that, some other intellectual property that they own that they want to, you know, here was the... The special episode of The Rosie Show, uh, where the whole cast was on The Rosie Show. You know, something that wasn't necessarily in the DVD, but there yeah. was even more history to it. Sure. Like, we have the means for it. I'm paying for it. Give me all the things. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all, the, all of the deleted scenes, especially on those 22-minute shows, you know, they, they write scripts for way over that, you know, like a 45-minute script, and they have to cut over half of the stuff that they shoot, so... Seeing all of those extra scenes, I don't know. Yeah. I would love to see what got cut for The Good Place. I really would. That'd be uh, wild. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't it? You probably feel like cut. you'd seen it before. No, the things that got cut. Because <laughs> they're directions that just, they decided not to go with it. Oh, like plot points that got yeah. cut. Oh, that is interesting. When you hear sometimes... <laughs> that sounded funny to me. When you hear sometimes... <laughs> the times that you hear about... Um, Stuff that you loved where they thought about going this direction instead, which would have had this outcome. And then, oh, what if we killed this character? What if we left him alive? The original plan was to do this, and then we went this way instead. Yeah. And and when you sometimes hear the one, sometimes it's like, yeah, oh, that's a good thing they dropped that. That was pretty stupid. And yeah. other times you hear it, you go, what? You're going to what now? That, that sounded like way better than what we got. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you do that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's torture. Yeah. We've gone down a rabbit hole that I've, of course, let us down. Um, <laughs> my bad. I saw something shiny. Um, so today we watched The Good Place on Netflix, and we're here to award some catch points. Oh, All yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. Let's do that streaming portion of our show. Yeah. Where I didn't we... think to do Peacock. Should I look it up on Peacock and see what they've got for us? Yeah, sure. All right. Hoo-hoo. I stand corrected. It does not yet exist. On Peacock TV. Nice. I bet that will change. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Never yeah. see it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if Peacock TV is trying to grow, though, and they pull that, you know, back to them, I would think that that would pull some viewership if it is the classic that we feel it is. And maybe we lead with that. <laughs> um, you just said something. 
Yes. You came right out with it. I, I knew we mm-hmm. ought to get here. I figured, I thought maybe we'd wait. Um, that yep. that we feel mm-hmm. that, because I just watched this show. Yes. Uh, or in a couple oh, months yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. We should yeah. probably lead with that. We have both seen the show. Binged it. Binged. binged. Hashtag binged. Hashtag binged. Done. Um, so and this is our second, well, your second watch through. This is my fourth or fifth now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for those of you who are familiar with the show and love the show. Yes. Uh, the the full product of this show mm-hmm. by the time and I mean really the experience of watching the whole thing yeah by the time you get to the end and you're like devastated a little bit that it's gone mm-hmm. absolutely you're having such a good time in this world and it and it's so much more complex yeah and it's so much smarter of a show than you realize the first time yeah right. Absolutely. So we feel strongly that this show is the birth. We, we In watching the show, you watch the birth of a new classic. Mm-hmm. That it just sort of, as soon as it was capped off, a new classic was minted. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if Ted Danson was not the indicator, which <laughs> I did not know who Ted Danson was coming into this. Oh. Like, sorry. Sorry if that dates me a little bit. <laughs> I did not know. I binged Cheers after this. I now have a full appreciation for this man. I have more homework to do, according to Riker. What was the other one I need to binge? Becker. Becker. Yeah, oh, I love Becker. I'm it really actually doesn't date you. Uh, it shows <laughs> <laughs> that you were one of the weird kids that wasn't allowed to watch TV because... Uh, you always say that, and that's <laughs> never the truth. We didn't have cable, period. That's it. Because Cheers <laughs> was on Nick at Night. So I feel we like we wouldn't have had Nick at night. We did not we, have cable. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm saying it's not generational. It's like okay. my parents didn't pay for. Yeah, TV you don't need. A, you're not dating yourself actually, <laughs> okay. because because there's a couple generations in a row that got him on Nick at night. Mm-hmm. So you missed it. Okay. I mean, it happened where we yeah. were exposed to it. Um, so like I know that he's a legend too, and I otherwise probably wouldn't have <laughs> if it wasn't such a classic show. Sure, for for sure. Anyway, yeah, it it absolutely is a classic and something that. You can never really watch for the first time ever again, which I know you can say about anything, but this one is more so than ever. That the surprise and delight beyond each corner, I mean, it's just, you only get it once. So go in as blind as you can, is my opinion on this one. If you haven't watched it, definitely go do that thing. We're not going to get into the series as a whole. We're going to try to stay very true to, you know to our format and just cover the pilot but that's really hard because there aren't very many that Riker and I have both binged so Mm. we're going to be on our best behavior from here forward (laughs) and then to say I think to the hardcore fans yes uh, it is our best intention to convert you know probably you're wanting to talk about the whole show Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah we want to really yeah it's our best intention to convert as many new followers of the show as we can yeah, absolutely. The good place, that is. I mean, keep following our podcast as well, please. Yeah. We'd like to convert you guys as well. And but. if you haven't seen Cheers yet, it's super <laughs> weird. Everybody's seen Cheers. Oh, no, it's really great. I binged Cheers. Now I'm binging Frasier. It's crazy. Oh, so good. So good. Anyway, but we're here to talk about the good place. <laughs> right, okay. Um, so, we uh, do you have our outline for us? Um, yeah, I figured we'd start with our couch points. Oh, that's right. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I thought we did that already. You're good. I... I distracted us with the, uh, there's a Peacock TV. No, there's not a Peacock TV. Season one, episode one, everything is fine. When Eleanor dies and winds up in an afterlife paradise reserved for only the most ethical people, she realizes she's been mistaken for somebody else. I give that full points. I think that's great. It's 
quick to the point. You don't have it doesn't try to define the genre for me, which I found is I thought I liked that early on. It pisses me off. I you don't, don't like think a little ca- tone. Uh, I don't like it to tell me it's a dark comedy specifically because I challenge that the entire time. I specifically do not like things called dark comedies because I will take issue with it in the first episode, hands down. <laughs> like that has become clear to me. HBO Max, knock it off. <laughs> Why? Why is that so um, antithetical? I to just you? don't like that. Like, give me a tone without saying, "Hey, this is the genre." Like, it kind of puts it in a box and tells me this is what it is. So if it deviates from that at all, I feel a little betrayed. I think maybe it shows a lack of confidence in it the does, source yeah. material. But this is so succinct. Like, how can you read this and not be like, okay, well, this obviously isn't going to be like a total drama, okay? We're we're hanging out in the afterlife. This is already a little bit absurd, right? Yeah. Like, this is this is a show about the afterlife. The dark absurd. comedy. <laughs> I punch you in the mouth. <laughs> kick you in the teeth. Uh, yeah, no, fall it's down. good. <laughs> it's so true. I've kicked somebody in the face before, though. I yeah. told him I was going to do it, and I kind of surprised myself because I did it. <laughs> and I surprised him a lot, too. He was not very happy. Was he standing? He was. He was kind of short, but I had, uh, it was, you know, the year after high school, I tried out for cheerleading. I didn't oh. make it, but man, that high kick, I really practiced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it uh, wasn't by any means a martial arts kick. <laughs> it's a cheer kick. <laughs> it was a cheer kick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope he was excited about it. Confused. Um, <laughs> confused. Uh, you know, there's only two a- reactions that are appropriate to have to that. Mm-hmm. Anger and confusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And winking, apparently. I don't know what that third option is, but it's it a is line, a secret. It's a line from The Good Place. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I missed that and it went right over my head. So what do you what do you think? What do you give uh what couch points do you award Netflix for its description of this episode? I think it would have benefited from giving us a little bit of tone. What? Yeah. But I, I mm. could pull it out from this what I'm reading here. Mm-hmm. She dies, winds up in an afterlife paradise. Um I it doesn't convey how fun and colorful the show is. Okay. And I feel like a show with the wit that this one has, I wish there was a little bit of wit. In there, but how do you do that without spoiling? I have no idea, right? Yeah, I have no idea how to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just saying that it's fine. It gives me an idea of what we're gonna watch the first episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm gonna pick up on the tone pretty quickly. So I have have no, um, like in an ideal world, I I wish it. I wish I felt like it captured a little bit Mm -hmm. of the of the uh, personality of the show. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's. But that's a tall order, so I give it a full 100. percent Oh, that's kind of you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh 100 percent of all the couch points. That you can give today in that category on this day. Yeah. That many. That many. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that unnamed amount is going to make whoever's keeping score for us. A very happy girl. Yeah. No <laughs> math. <laughs> no math. <laughs> or guy. I don't know. <laughs> I, you don't know who I have counting our numbers. Okay. So, I mean, we come in on the episode where Eleanor is in this pretty bland waiting room, but on the wall in lime green, it says, everything is fine. Uh, Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. 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 Everything is fine. Welcome. Everything is fine. And uh, Michael pops his head out the door and says, come on in. Um, He tells her how she's died and kind of tells her a little bit of, you know, what the afterlife is, where she is. Eleanor Shellstrop. Eleanor Shellstrop. Okay. Yeah. um, What is it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. I really liked this scene because... um, you know, it's it's kind of the question everyone has about the afterlife. Like, who got it right? 
was her question. And I really liked that. And he's like, well, you know, everyone got it a little bit right, Um, which was really cute. Um, You know, it kind of was, why are we warring over this? Everyone's got it a little bit right. It's all kind of the same gist anyways. Like, who cares about the specifics? But then I especially like the rabbit hole of Doug Forsett, who is a stoner in Colorado who got really high on mushrooms one night and the 1970s in the 19 yeah (laughs) and figured it out like 92 percent of it um and they were all really amazed they've got a picture of him in in his office um he's a real celebrity there (laughs) (laughs) they're in the good place they're in the good place (laughs) he says we couldn't believe what we were hearing up here um it's i the part where he says all the religions got a little mm-hmm. bit of it right. Yeah. I loved, what I loved about that, the way they did it mm-hmm. to me, was that they, they're they saying, hey, um, nobody needs to be offended. Yeah. It's not that kind of show. Yeah, absolutely. So we're, we're not going to say anything's right or wrong, that this is real. Just can we acknowledge there are other religions in the world mm-hmm. and needing to get specific about those would make it hard to tell the story that we want to tell. Absolutely. You'd so, be so worried about accuracy and not offending anyone. Yeah. So I feel like it gives a polite nod to mm-hmm. any religious person and, and says, you're more than welcome to watch the show with us. It's it's not meant to be offensive at all yeah. about anything. It's not actually a, a faith show. It's just a show. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was really well handled and craftily done and then gets us immediately into Doug Forsett on shrooms. Yeah, no, I loved that. It was really great. Um, it was, it really very quickly gives you a taste of the kind of humor that this show is mm-hmm. setting you up for. Like <laughs> that it's going to be, it's going to make some, you know, it has nice themes to the episode that, you know, have kind of the, oh, this is the good place and kind of the moral, you know, the overarching moral theme. But you know, here's the weird joke, the the funny, absurd part that comes into it, because it's kind of a stupid show for smart people. Yeah. And she died in the most ridiculous way. Oh, she did. Please and, tell. <laughs> and they talk about how... Does he give her a hint at the beginning that only really good people are in the good place? Oh, she, he, he just says... She says, am I in the mm-hmm or the mm-hmm? Like pointing, pointing up, up and pointing down. down. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, you're in the good place, Eleanor. Yeah. Uh, that's about as much as we know at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Does he tell us yet that she's she was one of the top cream of the crop? Like, all no, the good works that you've done. we did not get that. We did not get the reveal that she might not supposed to be... She might not belong here until the house. When she's like, oh, this is kind of small, you know? And they go in and it's <laughs> clowns. But we'll get there. <laughs> but yeah, in this moment, nothing. So she comes in and says, how did I die? She says, who am I? And the, the tone of this scene is so fun because it's mm-hmm. so flat and so easy and oh, so yeah. calm. There's no there's no score. There's no music or anything. Uh, so it's just two people very quietly having a conversation, a really clean, comfortable, perfectly ordinary waiting room. And then this nice office. Um, she goes, so uh, she says, do you have any questions? Yes, I do. Um, who are you and who am I and what am I doing here? And what's yeah. going on? Uh, your dad, Eleanor, however it goes. Mm-hmm. She goes, cool. Right, right on. And it's it's weird. Like, yeah. it's kind of jarring at first as you're getting adjusted to the tone of this new Yeah, it's immediately show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then he gives her this ridiculous scenario how she died. Yeah. Which I'm not going to try to repeat, but it's like, She's, she's, uh, it just keeps going. I, I do want to give a very, I had to write down the specific because she was 
bending down for a lonely gal margarita mix for one like <laughs> did you get the whole thing oh no i just wrote down okay. the, the margarita because it was just so very specifically pathetic <laughs> exactly. like who's going to the store to buy the loneliest like just buy the whole bucket bitch you don't need to buy one for one. <laughs> buy a brand that doesn't communicate to everybody else that you're a loser. I know, right? Just buy the margarita bucket. <laughs> Go to Chili's. What no. the fork? <laughs> what the fork? Jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So, I mean, the gist of it, though, is that she's bending down for this margarita mix, and then, like, the shopping carts kind of rail her. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there's, like, a delivery truck somewhere in the mix. Yeah. With a... Uh carrying a bunch of engorgulate or with a big engorgulate erectile <laughs> dysfunction <laughs> medication logo on the side of it. Mm-hmm. And then and he says, oh, and one of the paramedics was your ex. And she goes, okay, I got it. It's good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Like very clearly humiliated. <laughs> I don't need to hear more about this. Yeah. No, it, it definitely painted an early picture of her. And I have to say, as we're talking about the scene, I think that it already passes for genre for you uh because they've already set our genre don't you feel like that's the case yeah yeah but immediately you feel like it's absurd it's a comedy like clear it must be if the margarita mix isn't a joke like that's just sad (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i have fantasy comedy fantasy comedy and and then i yeah and then i clarify just because fantasy usually conjures Mm -hmm. you know lord of the rings yeah it's a modern day fantasy about the afterlife Okay, yeah. Right, like if I give you a one sentence summing up what the show's about, and then it's a comedy. Yeah. Uh, one sentence summing it up uh, for tone. Is that something you could see yourself watching, followed by the description? So that's how I would tell somebody that. And I yeah. think it, it was very successful in that right away. Yeah. I was much more simple and said quirky comedy and realized, as you were saying, that I did not incorporate the afterlife at all. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is kind of a big deal because it's really not like anything out there for that reason. Yeah. Like, it's it's unprecedented. What I mean to say is it very quickly set the conventions for the show. Yeah. We're dead. I mean, anything can happen. Forking anything can happen at this point. No, Totally. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, her walking out of the office. Uh, did I have a purse? Oh, nope. Dead. Right. Yeah. Right? With, yes. <laughs> was so dry mm-hmm. and funny yes. and silly. Yes. There's just, there's a lot of human humor. Like, things that are funny because you're in the rat race, basically, totally. being human. Oh, it's a little observation about being yeah. human, yeah. The At- writers totally. and producers are making a little bit of an observation about being human. Mm-hmm. And for the minutiae, they have this great big story. Yeah. This great big arcing story. And then, but it's the little minutiae like that that makes it so classic, mm-hmm. so funny, and so approachable. Absolutely. That's well put. Yeah, and I never realized before that uh, Eleanor comes into this as the really quintessential mm-hmm. audience surrogate. Yeah, absolutely. She's you know worse, you know morally, ethically worse off than the majority of us. Yeah, but not as much as some of us. It's still relatable. Like, yeah, despite she's being horrible. Totally. She's just more. It feels like she just cops to it more. Is it a lot of these things are shit that we've all done? There's all the little shallow things mm-hmm. that, like, okay, maybe there's this thing that I do that's a little bit shallow. Maybe mm-hmm. there's this thing that you do that's a little bit tacky or whatever. Yeah. And then once you, oh. I'm not saying you. I'm <laughs> just saying. Right. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but just any little word like that. That's yeah. like. Our moments that are not our best. Yeah. And then you take somebody who's having all those moments all the time. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so it's like we all have something to grab onto in her character, and she speaks to the common tongue. Yeah. Whereas the uppity, you know, 
afterlife people who are very sophisticated, like are not relatable to most folks. I'm going to dance a line of one of our rules and borrow a <laughs> quote from Eleanor in a future episode where she calls herself an Arizona trash bag. Yeah. Like that's very much her personality. Right. <laughs> totally. So let's explain that. Yeah. Um, as the episode progresses. Yes. We meet Cheaty. We find out it's just one thing to the next. You guys have soulmates. Yeah. No, that's not quite it because we go to the house first. Yeah. So we get the tour of the neighborhood and they do the exposition all up front. Yeah. They tell you the point system, oh. how it works. The neighborhood. Um, they, the whole neighborhood. They He goes through and um, they have fro-yo shops everywhere. And Michael has this kind of cute little, oh, yeah, the humans love it. Another one of those human observational things. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, oh, there's a lot of frozen yogurt places mm-hmm. here. He goes, yeah, well, he said every neighborhood has one. People love frozen yogurt. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I really liked that. It was good. Yeah. it was. Michael's just so cute, I have to say. He's just adorable. Like, I was very... I, I adored him from the onset. We get so many faces of him, too. We do. Through yeah. the course of the series. That's true. Which is not what we're talking about here. It's really hard not to, though. It really is. Fans of the show. We just want to be show. love lettering about it. We do. Uh, if you do want the rewatch podcast, and by the way, they do have uh, Mark Evan Jackson, who plays a character who's not in this episode, but he hosts <laughs> the whole podcast and brings on stars of the episodes um, of the whole show. And they do an episode-by-episode episode rewatch. So the things we can't spoil, they will. Watch the whole show before, uh, you know, doing that. We're not doing that, though. <laughs> <laughs> we only have time for one episode today. I know. So I'm sorry. I'm going to uh, reassert myself sure. in the conversation. Do. Um, I want to hit that again. Yes. He takes, because I forgot, mm-hmm. he takes her to the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, showing her heaven. And he mm-hmm. says, this is one neighborhood. There's many like it. Some of them are cities. Some of them are colder. Yes. Some of them are tropical. Uh, this is your neighborhood, Eleanor. Mm-hmm. These are your people that you're going to be hanging with. Uh, do we meet Janet yet? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. So then we go to everybody gathers. And he says mm-hmm. the show's about to begin. Mm-hmm. And he gives a presentation on how you get there. Mm-hmm. You get there by accumulating the most points while you're yeah. alive. And if you're a good person, if you're really cream of the crop, top tier, most people don't make it. Abraham Lincoln's the yeah, only president who's ever made it. Yeah, one in a million make it. Um, and you are the lucky chosen few. And isn't yeah. it wonderful? Oh, and bonus, everybody here has a soulmate. Yeah. You're going to be introduced to in no time. Absolutely. Uh, and then he takes him to the houses. Yeah. And this is where she realizes this is not her, this is not where she belongs. Um, you know, the place is tiny. And they did say, you know, this is kind of made for the <laughs> essence of who you are. So, you know, if you felt like if your tastes were a bit bigger, you know, we could, you could have had a mansion and, you know, you look across the yard and there's a huge house with like fountains shooting up. Uh, you know, it's just beautiful. But hers is like this tiny little cottage. Modest. She was modest. so modest. She was so modest. He's like, yeah, because you're modest. Exactly. So they go in and there's clowns there. She's like, oh, clowns. He's like, oh, yeah. So, you know, it's made for you. We know you were lo- you love clowns. And so there's clowns everywhere. And, you know, this the and then he starts to go into like, oh, and, you know, the, the work you did in Africa or something, you know, your time Saving here. those children. Saving those children. And they start showing video clips from her perspective. And <laughs> she's starting to freak out. She didn't do all of these noble things. She didn't, didn't do even. any of them. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that they seem to have gotten right about her, aside from obviously the way she died, was her name. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is the scene, though, where Chidi, as the tour concludes, she's introduced to Chidi. Her and soulmate. Her soulmate. Yeah, I'm your soulmate, Chidi. And, Chidi, um, yada, yada, yada. 
<laughs> Adagonia. Chidi <Jeannie> Anaconda. <laughs> Ariana Grande. <laughs> so Ariana Grande walks into the place. Yeah. Um, Chidi. And yeah, it's it's funny because they get just one scene before she spills the beans to him. One scene. That's <laughs> like, they do not get another scene. It's that first scene. She dumps it all on him. Yeah. She kind of, it's like, um, oh, you're my soulmate. He's like, yeah, I would never do anything to hurt you. She's like, you promise you would never do, well, you know. I, I swear I would never do anything to hurt you. Okay, I don't belong here. <laughs> You've got to help me. Those are not my memories. I am not this person. I hate clowns. Are you sure those aren't your memories? <laughs> uh, so, Cheaty gets a stomach ache. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Think through what we can talk about Cheaty now. Mm-hmm. He's a moral yeah. uh, ethics professor. Exactly. Uh, at uh, university. Mm-hmm. So, he spends his life, you know, of all the very sophisticated people who belong in heaven, you have Cheaty. Anaconda, 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 and uh, he he is uh, spent his life thinking about uh, morality and writing mm-hmm. and reading about morality and ethics. Yeah. And here he's confronted with this ethical conundrum. My soulmate's asking me to keep something confidential, uh, and yet mm, pretty sure that this is bad news based on what follows. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it was, he was saying, you know, like, I've spent my life seeking these universal truths with you with, uh, sorry, these universal truths. And I'm so excited to continue doing that with you by my side as my soulmate. And she's just like, somebody royally forked up. (laughs) 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 This ain't gonna work. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's where we get the first fork. Mm -hmm. She goes, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. What is it? What did she say? She says somebody royally forked up. And then she kind of curses through it. And she's like, that's bullshit. That's how she concludes it. And she was saying, prior to that, forked up, forked up, Mm -hmm. forked up. He goes, yeah, a lot of people don't curse in this neighborhood, Mm -hmm. so it's prohibited. And there's something in that moment like, oh, God, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have rules. I have rules I have to follow. Absolutely. You're in paradise and there's this. And I don't have freedom of speech. I just can't say what I want to say. Absolutely. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Yeah, so then we meet Tahani and Gianyu. Mm-hmm. Um, they are soulmates and Tahani is, as Eleanor describes her, a, a gorgeous giraffe. I'm paraphrasing can lightly. I, <laughs> <laughs> can I do my impression of Jenny? Please. No, oh, I don't know why I let this happen. <laughs> he didn't make the eye thingy. That, whatever expression you just gave me there, that was not, that was not what I would describe as Gianyu. <laughs> I was of, just, I was just not I, making a sound. <laughs> but you did stuff with your eyes and I don't think John Yu would do stuff with his eyes I don't know that's just me be more the, method the audience heard it right <laughs> yeah it's true only I take issue with your performance I don't know <laughs> so we have Donnie and and and, and Yu, the Buddhist monk yeah who has taken a vow of silence so he does he doesn't have a speaking part at all like he doesn't say a thing <laughs> He nods his head once. <laughs> and he looks very weirded out when, you know, the whole place seems to be going up in disaster. There was a, like a one weird facial spe- expression. See, I feel that's like that's all we get from him. See, oh, that was... Mm, <laughs> all right, I see what you did there. Fine, I'll right, allow it. So, so we're meeting the neighbors who are a very upper crust aristocrat. Yes. Uh, Tahani is a very condescending. Mm-hmm. She's a tea time Brit saying... Oh, Eleanor, your house is adorable. Yes. Just adorable. Like the way that you could fit little mice in it to have a tea party. That's exactly what she said, yes. <laughs> but she's very sophisticated, so naturally she's in the good place. 
Oh, of course. Yes. So what's next? The party, I think. Yes, because Tahani invites to them to a party. The mm-hmm. uh, lavish mansion that we were seeing with the fountains was next her. Door. Yeah. <laughs> and she adores hosting. So she's having them over for a party. Uh, Michael makes a little announcement mm-hmm. for all the new folks that this is his first neighborhood as a planner, mm-hmm. as an architect, yeah, uh, and that he's been an apprentice for the last 200 years. It yeah. It's really exciting. It's his first time. Yes. So it's important, you know, that it goes well, of course. It's also kind of a big admission yeah. if it doesn't. Yeah. No kidding. No <laughs> kidding. I'm brand new, so it immediately it kind of hits your confidence like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, hopefully so he knows what he's doing, too. Maybe that's why Eleanor's here when she's not mm. supposed to be, because you done fucked up. You done forked Good up. Good point. Good point. Man, that's hard to stay consistent with. Isn't that a shame? <laughs> yeah. I used to be such a good kid. <laughs> I was a really good kid. <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> I absolutely get that. All right, yeah. So, at the party, um, Eleanor is the entire time kind of arguing with Chidi. Um, he still has um, a bit of a stomachache over this whole dilemma. And she is trying to tell him, like, you know, why is anyone here more worthy of being here than I am? Like, what have they done that's so great? Like, I haven't done any, you know, they haven't done anything so crazy better. And then they start doing cuts to them talking <laughs> to people and all of the immediate, like, crazy good deeds. One of them was hand digging out landmines around this, the perimeter of an orphanage. And, you know, it's just like, okay, so these people are over-the-top good people. It's not just like, hey, yeah, I consider myself to have lived a pretty good life. It really is like the one-in-a-million top performing, you know. not Like, I don't think I could get into the... Like, I'm almost positive I could not make it into this type of heaven. Like, it's... (laughs) Sorry, the good place. (laughs) Because the threshold here is so crazy. Like... I gave my kidney to a man that I had just met a moment before on a bus uh, or something like that was one of them. I think one of the most generous things I do is admit that I'm wrong. <laughs> and even then I'm fucking up to have to admit that I'm wrong, you know? <laughs> like... <laughs> so you're medium. See, that we should have a medium place like Cincinnati <laughs> for medium people like me and Eleanor. <laughs> Like Eleanor and I. Nope. You're right. You're not fit for the good me. place. Uh, okay. First of all, you corrected me incorrectly. Oh, I'm sorry. If you remove Eleanor, it's still me. Did so you say Eleanor and me? Yeah, I said Eleanor oh. and me. And you're like, Eleanor and I. And I'm like, nope, it's still Eleanor and me. Sorry, I hit a nerve. I was just trying to play a character like I was in the good place. I know. And I was trying to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> English, English. All right. Yes, yeah, maybe you're better than I thought you were. I might be a boy. Do I feel like I've just been mediumed? Mm, I feel like I just pulled the tahani on you a little bit. I'm bad. Sorry. So you're just trying to set up a little joke. Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> Sorry. I just love the English language so much. I couldn't allow it. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. All right, so our next scene. Do you, uh, do you have more you want to say on the party? I feel like there's still more. To no, be there's there. a shrimp. The shrimp. She, yes, she's eating these out of this world shrimp, and she's hogging all the shrimp mm-hmm. at the cocktail, uh, the cocktail party. Yeah, like, taking them off the cocktail tray. No, uh, cocktail, cocktail sauce, sauce, which yeah. is forked up. Yeah, she's just eating frozen cocktail, like frozen shrimp, like with nothing. But they were enormous, like Hollywood fake, but they looked so good. They did, but like. <laughs> So she's just eating frozen shrimp? Yeah, ridiculous. Very TV show. Like, no, that... 
mean, like you guys might have just wanted to get your hands dirty on that one because yeah. this is stupid. <laughs> it was funny though. It's like we shot this for six hours. Like yeah. she couldn't have her hand in horseradish and ketchup the whole time. The whole time, yeah. <laughs> is that what that is? What what's in cocktail sauce? No, don't don't tell me. Never mind. I like cocktail sauce and I don't like either of the things you just mentioned. Isn't that, so isn't that a wonderful Mm-mm. thing about it? Nope. Don't tell. That's how don't I, tell me. That, when you eat it at restaurants, probably not. Okay. What I understand is the traditional cocktail sauce is that. So what I always grew up with was that. Okay. So if I go somewhere else and it's like, oh, yeah, we put our staple on it. This is how chili is this cocktail sauce. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, do you have any horseradish and ketchup? I don't know what's in there. Hmm. Okay. It's never spicy enough. I didn't know it was supposed to be so- spicy. See? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not right about it. That's just, <laughs> that's just what I grew up with understanding. So I make it with horseradish, ketchup, some Old Bay seasoning, and some lemon. Mm-hmm. I, I could see somebody getting into that i'm not a horseradish fan so that seems like blah, 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 but i could see eleanor getting into that and it's weird that i don't she i don't think i can yeah i'm like i don't know she likes it plain. Could, could imagine it never seen it never seen it touche um yeah so <laughs> she goes home yeah totally drunk by the way completely shit-faced the staircase oh <laughs> yeah please her her bed is on a stage it's like she's got this little cottage house and her bed's on a stage that's like three feet up i mean it's it's not you can you can get over it with your body but you cannot step there's no stairs to step up oh yeah it's more than a stage for elevation for sure it's like midway like and she's short too so it's like up to her waist so she just leans on it and kind of rolls to get on it <laughs> drunkenly and the way you get on it like a, a trampoline <laughs> Right. So she drunkenly kind of rolls on it because, hello, creepy house that I hate. <laughs> this weird, why are there no stairs here? Exactly. She gets frustrated by the no stair thing. Mm-hmm. Man, that's funny. Like, that was so good. Like, it's one of those things. You watch and it's just funny. But mm-hmm. if you take a, a real minute to think about, ah, somebody came up with that mm-hmm. and brought that to the world. Yes. I love whoever did that for doing Absolutely. It. <laughs> it's so stupid and forked up yeah so forked up <laughs> all right uh yeah no in in this moment chidi is you know the good guy through and through through this whole thing like he still has not he's been true to her true to word. word yeah true to his word has not ratted her out you know has been kind of weighing the moral dilemma of it all and um you know it's kind of letting her you know bringing light to oh you, you kind of weren't great <laughs> um you know she's um, he's reminding her his name and she's sitting there tr- really, tr- really trying. <laughs> the Ariana Grande is where she went. That's, That's a name. A yep. Yeah. I win. I got it. Cool. Close enough. Close enough. Shall we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was an interesting moment. And uh, also very, I guess, important to note for our next scene, which is we wake up to... The good place being, eh, it looked like a Katy Perry music video. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> or firework, or I don't know. It was, it was a lot. <laughs> like there was a ladybug. There was like these, uh, like a giant, giant. ladybug. Um, like Digital. Explosions going off. Yeah. Colored powder just kind of, or colored smoke everywhere. It was a lot. Like we're in um, a cartoon, but a high animation cartoon. Like oh, yeah. Toy Story. So it's that level of animation that's, and it's not trying to be too real, which mm-hmm. I think is fun. It's colorful. It's imaginative. Uh, it's 
super outrageous did you know that they booked real real drafts for it did they really they did every time that they could book animals they did and this is after you had mentioned it i cut you off a little bit sorry but you had mentioned uh uh eleanor had called um to honey i can't remember a gorgeous draft or something like that something that amounts to she's a model and she's a draft Mm -hmm. Because she's so fucking tall. Forking tall. Damn it. Goal. So we have giraffes now walking the scene as the world's getting pelted by Mm -hmm. a giant shrimp. Yes. With no sauce. (laughs) Yeah, sauceless shrimp. Can they even be considered cocktail shrimp if there's no cocktail sauce? No, it's ridiculous. And those are far too big to be cocktail shrimp. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Jumbo cocktail shrimp. (laughs) Double X jumbo. Um, what else, what other things were here that were referenced? So everybody shows up to everybody other than Eleanor is wearing a black like a and black and yellow. Oh, so they said yellow and navy, and I didn't oh, okay. know what that was specifically in reference to. That part I was like, oh shoot, what was it that was? Do you remember? No, I don't know what it attached to. Something that she said that inspired the why everybody was looking like that. Yeah, but she was Mm-mm. the only one who didn't have it, so you know that it was something she did and. I wish I knew. I, I should have paid maybe better attention. So I guess it was yellow and navy. No, this is the second yeah. time I still didn't get either. Yeah. It's probably pretty subtle because you know what's not subtle? Mm-hmm. A yellow and navy striped suit. Yeah. So everybody's dressed up in these yellow and navy striped sh- suits as if for no reason during the hailstorm of shrimp. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than Eleanor who shows up saying, Chidi, what's going on? He goes, yeah. and why, are you, why are you all wearing that? And he's saying, why aren't you? Like you're the only thing that's different, Eleanor, and you don't belong here. And there's the shrimp after you were hoarding the shrimp the night before. You yeah. called her a giraffe. There was another one that I can't think of. Yeah, uh, Ariana Grande was playing really Ariana loudly. Grande was which playing. is why I specifically called that out. Because That's it was really right. Cool. Oh, okay. So I did look it up. The characteristic blue and yellow colors of the good place are a nod to the colors of University of Michigan. Hmm. I don't know that that's necessarily where they brought it up. <laughs> Never mind. Um. <laughs> Ignore. Pass. Pass. Uh, then what happens? Um, yeah. So after that, we have, um, so after malfunctioning paradise, I mean, this is kind of the end of our episode. She, you know, it realizes she's the only one without the outfit and, or I guess Chidi calls her out on it. And so she kind of grabs them. They get into her house and she's just like, well, okay. I can't stand out like this. You got to help me. Like you got to help me, man. You're a philosophy, a moral philosophy professor like i i need to fit in here you know teach me how to be good teach me how to fit in and deserve to be in the good place and you know you start seeing credits roll so this is it this is kind of what they're setting us up to do for the next episode episode series who knows uh we missed one very important thing Ooh, maybe two miss? and i haven't oh. thought of yet oh okay what janet oh shoot okay no so this is this happens before the party you're right so it's mm. she's at uh this is like when she, right after she first meets Chidi. Mm-hmm. It uh, was And quick. before she tells him who, that she doesn't belong there. No, no, it was after. You're right. It was after. Yeah. Okay. The, oh, that was after the. Um, so it's before the party, but after they've met. Okay. Yeah, before the, okay, gotcha. And uh, Janet, they're asking her about the bad place. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, sorry, that's the one thing that's off limits that I can't yeah. talk about. But I can play a little, uh clip of what's going on down there right now and it's like flame and it's audio only flames and carnage and people screaming yeah. and uh 
she looks at Chidi, that is, Eleanor looks at Chidi and says, well, it doesn't sound awesome. <laughs> that was like the most her line ever, too. It was like so Eleanor. <laughs> Eleanor-ish. Eleanor-ish. Yeah, exactly. You know. Eleanor-ish. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was... She had like a very emotional call to Chidi as well in these final moments. You know, mm-hmm. she's like... Do you think anybody cared that I died? Like, it, it kind of brings it to, like, a more human moment. Yeah. Do you think anybody cared that I died? Um, you know, my parents are dead. I have no siblings. I was an only child. I don't really have any friends. Like, people people miss you. I bet people really miss you that you were gone. And for me, that's just not the case. Mm. Sad day. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tortured. I mean, like, you, you feel for her at the end, even though she is an Arizona trash bag. Her words, not mine. Yeah. But we don't exactly know that yet. So yeah. you still feel for it. You point. do. You do. I mean, like... I mean, it's not like she's from Jacksonville. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like it. Nods, but not spoilers. <laughs> We're being really careful here. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so do you want to give, I guess, the other Janet line? Do you want to speak more on Janet? We get so little of her, which I guess is kind of why we gloss over her. I mean, Gianni, we really only get by name as well. Yeah, no, we're okay. I mean, we've, we've included her here. We needed to mention her. Is there mm-hmm. anything else that you can think of? Because she's she's the Wikipedia for the afterlife. She is. And she's she's really... Something I really loved about her in this first the this first episode, that scene with her and Eleanor and Chidi, where they're at the Froyo place, I have seen that scene easily 20 times. That is like the first clip I see on the internet. Like, if there's anything promoting the good place this is what i see and it's this whole you know hey you know she has this abstract hey you know this guy from my past you know describes the period in time kind of what he looks like maybe your name you know he didn't have sex with me is he gay (laughs) (laughs) and she goes nope wasn't gay she's like huh i guess he just one didn't want to have sex with me that's correct and so it's very it's so matter of fact but it's such a like zing janet (laughs) she says and she says, well, like I wasn't that into him anyway. Yeah. It's not true. Okay. <laughs> yes, <you are. laughs> yeah. And that was played by uh, Darcy Carden. And she is just, uh, she, her, her portrayal of that role. I mean, I just feel like you could have done something so boring with it. And she just puts so Hysterically much Hysterically funny. Oh my gosh. She's yes. like, like we want to say that this show uh, was born as a classic. Oh yeah. She is a legend in her lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like she is a comedy legend in her lifetime for the work that she did on this show. Absolutely. Not on this episode though. So it's weird watching. to see her on anything else right now, because I feel like having seen her on this, they underutilize the shit out of her. It's yeah. so painful. It's like, guys, you know, she can do anything, right? Like, you know, she can do anything. There's a specific episode that, Oh, I wish we could talk about one of these days when we do like a binged series. Maybe more on that someday. But uh, it would be really nice to be able to talk about the series as a whole. It's good. It's so good. But that's not what we came here to do. We have to try really hard not to. Really hard. So, yeah, I think we gave her her due then. Yeah, right? That's all of our characters. The characters. Yeah, they're great. I mean, what you get from everybody, which is not enough yet. It's really, you get Michael, you get... Eleanor, you get Cheaty. That's the three that we know we need to pay close attention to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know if we need to pay close attention to Tahani mm-hmm. and Jianyu at this point. Um, 
We don't know of any of the other, other people that we see in passing a little bit here and there are yeah. going to amount to much. Certainly don't know we're going to get as much out of Janet as we get out of Janet. Yeah, who knows if they even know, knew, yeah. to be honest. Because, yeah, she kind of acts as like your Alexa at yeah. first. And but at this point in the game, yeah. am I interested enough in Michael, Chidi, and Eleanor? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, fork yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, same. Plus, I like Kristen Bell. She just has a... Um, She's so cute. Yeah, and she just... she, We set, have said this about people in the past, mm-hmm. but she just doesn't lose her regular girlness. Mm-mm, however no. famous she gets, however long she's been famous, she could play an Arizona trash bag, uh, keep the common tongue, and you believe that you could be buddies with her in real life. Yeah. She'll always be Veronica Mars to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she's amazing in other things, for sure. And it's not to say that she typecasts herself because obviously she does her own, you know, she she chooses her own projects at this point. So I would never say she's typecast or anything, but yeah, that's... Maybe she knows the part of her range that she super excels in. No, no, no. I'm just saying that when I say she'll always be Veronica Mars to me, it's not to say I see her as that per se, that that role has made such an impression that anything she goes to is gold to me. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I've never seen it. And I was <gasps> well aware of it when it was on. I never had any reason to not be interested in it. I just, it was one of those ones that you kind of knew a little bit mm-hmm. about what was going on from the next week on Veronica Mars or, uh, or Tuesday on Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. You'd be picking up on things that were going on. The, the water cooler talk about yeah. it was always strong. Mm-hmm. There was always a talk of, is there going to be more of it? Is there going to be more of it? Is mm-hmm. there going to be more of it? And there was. She hasn't seemed to shy away from it, so it yeah. seems to be a character that she likes and appreciates. Yeah, they did a movie, and then they did another, um, I think, a, yeah, a short season. That they did, up. right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. For any of you marshmallows out there, it was good. Which is what they call Veronica Mars fans. Anyway, sorry. Oh. Now I feel like I've given Kristen Bell her due. <laughs> there we, we go. We can we can move along. And Ted Danson, we, we've got him. Yeah, all done. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I love him. Uh, yeah. Now let's talk plot. We, we see clearly where we're going. Mm-hmm. She's throwing a monkey wrench in a finely tuned system. Oh yeah. What are we going to do with her? Yeah, I mean, you know, it looks like Chidi is probably, like I would assume, based on just this episode and pretending I've not seen anything farther. <laughs> right. Um, I would assume that Chidi would feel at least a moral obligation to do this. Um, if nothing else, I think he'll be weighing it, and then we'll kind of get to see that play out. Um, if, and the fact that she doesn't fit there, I think, would make for some pretty great shenanigans because clearly it does need to operate a very specific way, seeing how, yeah. you know, the disaster after the party and, you know. So can I say this, that the, the scope of the show in its totality mm-hmm. is pretty epic. It really is. Yeah. So we can we're agreeing that we could mm-hmm. tell people. Yeah, that. Okay. absolutely. Now at this point in the my viewing of the show, yeah, I have you know our our plywood sets in our little world on a on a back lot in the studio somewhere in yeah in Hollywood, and uh, this is where the show The Good Place takes place, mm-hmm. in which uh, Chidi is going to be secretly helping her become a better person. She's going to be trying to lay low, and then, you know, shenanigans will ensue. Absolutely. Where that goes, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But at this point, I feel like I'm looking at a, um, I don't know, like a a modern take on a a sort of familiar, on a a sitcom. I'm looking at it like a sitcom. Like, okay, there's going to be silly stuff that happens week to week related to her not being uh, 
not being the Eleanor that should be in that place. Absolutely. Well, and you know, I have to say one thing that is that I do remember about my first watch through of the pilot and heck, even the first season was being like, I don't know where they're going with this. And I don't possibly understand how they could make an entire show out of whatever it is that they're doing with it. Because I was watching it as it was airing. So I'm like, I don't know how they can make make this go longer. But like this kind of feels like it could have been a movie and I'll probably get to the end of it. But man, it just is. It's a heck of a journey. It really is. It's a full like you don't realize where it's taking you, but it all like just sit and enjoy the ride. Trust that that you're going to go where you need to go. Trust the process. Yeah. It's so good. It is so good. Like I telling you the destination just doesn't do the justice. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to bother. Enjoy the it. journey, folks. Do it. Yeah. So do you think that uh, seeing it the first time, mm-hmm. knowing what we're supposed to know yeah. at this frame, that it set, uh, successfully set a clear expectation for the plot of the show to come? Uh, more or less. In as much as I would expect it to have the responsibility to do. I agree. Okay. Like a good enough. Yeah. It's like it's not really... It's I don't it's not it that novel, but mm-hmm. it's like okay, so this is this is our little world that we're gonna have little silly yeah. adventures in. Um, what was your hook? The so there's a movie called mm-hmm. Defending Your Life with Albert Brooks. Okay. And the the genre is similar, mm-hmm. an absurd afterlife fantasy comedy. Okay, I haven't seen another absurd afterlife fantasy comedy. I think it's a little older than things mm-hmm. you like and it's a That's movie <laughs> so it's not it's something that i think you would appreciate i okay. think if i told you hey go watch that movie you'd watch it and say oh okay whatever if i told you hey go watch that and think about it as a precursor to uh the good place i yeah. think we would have a spirited discussion about it oh that'd be fun yeah there you go so uh the hook is for me mm-hmm. there's not there's not a major, like, I'm not solidly sold on it. I yeah. like it. And what I like about it that's going to keep me coming back to it is I like the tone. I like that sense of humor. I like that it reminds me of this movie, Defending Your Life, that, that my dad and I used to love to watch together. Yeah. Uh, but it, I love the colorfulness of the show. Mm-hmm. I love the, the silly over-the-topness. I love Absolutely. how anything can happen. Mm-hmm. I love that it's creative and that it's not heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the tone of it a lot. I like the look of it. Yeah. I like the actors in it. Um, so there's nothing so major. Like, it's a pretty weak hook. It was charming. Yeah. And I wanted to continue to go on being charmed by mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I think I think I really relate to what you said. Um, because it, it was all of those things. Absolutely. I think Kristen Bell was definitely a huge draw for me. Um, you know, having come off of gotten you know within the last several years i got the you know reboot or um revival of veronica mars so i was already really feeling Kristen bell so when i saw she had another project of course i jumped on it and was not disappointed of course by this material so continued on for that train ride um but i was very much hooked by the just kind of the charmingness of the cast absolutely like the the show was very it's absurd and charming i think you put that very well that it's just why not come back for it if nothing else it's going to be an easy watch it's cute it's funny you know it gives you yeah. something to think about i really did not expect it to be is i don't want to call it life-changing because i didn't like go change my life around right. it by anything uh or, it's you know. so much more it is yeah it's so much more than this and you just you on its own merits mm-hmm. you really love it absolutely yeah. yeah i mean life-changing i know what you mean there's shows mm-hmm. that that go with you there's shows that you mm-hmm. watch and it's like oh yeah i watched it and i enjoyed it 
I watched it and I really didn't yeah. really get it. I watched it and I really liked it and I wish they would make a sequel. Mm-hmm. And the ones that, that you take with you and that's what makes it such a classic. Yeah. This, this is the one of those ones that that you feel like you're better for having seen it. Absolutely. Which yeah. is a big statement, but that's why you love it is because mm-hmm. it was one of those things that really moved you. That's well put. Better for having seen it. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I meant. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, I think that's all I have. Do you have notes, quotes, anything else you wanted to get out? I wrote things down that we might have already <laughs> got to. Um, did I have a purse? I thought that was... <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> this is just so relatable. You don't even know. People, uh, people love frozen yogurt. I don't know what to tell you. I thought that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> the tone was so weird. It's mm-hmm. like, no, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Super dumb. Really? I love Froyo places. You can put as many, and you they charge you by the weight. You can have as many different things as you want as long as it adds to a certain weight. I don't know. I think people love ice cream, and people like frozen yogurt. I don't like Froyo ice cream. It's all the same. Thing. Ah, see, that's sacrilege. Okay, we can't talk about this. <laughs> this is going to get too heated. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be controversial. I'm sorry, everybody. Okay, let me go on. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, it doesn't sound awesome. It was the sound of hell, and it was yeah. her delivery. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and no stairs in her tiny house. No, there was nothing additional I had. Cool. Awesome. Well, I think then that's all we've got. Um, next week, um, what do we have on our schedule? Russian, Russian doll. doll. That's an. It's not a funny one, but it is very. It's an oddball from Netflix. So I'm excited for you to. I started it once Have or you? twice. The the I just wasn't. I didn't happen to be in the mood yeah. that particular day. There's nothing to it. I knew that sure. you felt strongly about it. It just it didn't grab me so when it needed to the way it needed to. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to sitting through it. To having a reason to actually need to sit through it now. So one reason that I prioritized this one on our list is that it did come from a recommendation on our page. Um, so thank you to Stevo who recommended um, the Russian doll. We will come back next week and let you know how that went. Um, I did want to announce that we do have an upcoming break. Um, we have not determined how long it will be, but we will definitely be coming back. Um, so the, let's see, our last episode for this little run here will be on September 7th. Um, after that, we'll be taking possibly a couple months, but, you know, stay on our website and we will keep you up to date with any news. Um, just kind of making some tweaks to the show and seeing, you know, what we can do, come back with something better. Um, Riker and I were discussing that we really haven't taken any sort of a break since we started. (laughs) A Um, year ago. Yeah. You know, we're, we're coming up on 50 episodes, which, you know, if you're doing your math, you know, one a week, we've been doing this almost a full year without a break. Uh, and for us more so than that, because we started, before we we started airing them so <laughs> surprising how much planning goes into this yeah so we've been doing this a while guys and two uh, people chatting is a lot more planning than one would have thought <laughs> you wouldn't believe how much structure and planning goes i mean how many practice episodes we had yeah. <laughs> you would think that it's an easy thing but guys it takes it takes a lot of structure to be able to bullshit like we do it really does it's um, really hard work bullshitting this good <laughs> so yeah we want to we want to rework the way we bullshit and uh, you know Bring some more to you. Some more bullshit. Some more bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What's what's your buzzword today? Pruning. We're going to prune and give you some more bullshit. <laughs> well, I would say we don't know how we're going to come yeah. out the other end of it, but yeah. you're, you are going to be working on it, specifically mm-hmm. actually working on it. So yes. hopefully there's some growth that happens. It'll be the first introspection that you've taken on it and to see what you could do to uh, improve, prune, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> enhance, enhance, grow. 
Exactly. That's uh, where I hope began, to go. So. <laughs> pruning is probably so not the word exciting. I want to go for. <laughs> Little pruning. Probably just changing. Yeah. Little prune. Prune. Uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to get the fork out of here. Yeah, Before we do, you. we'd like to invite you to look at all of our other episodes at pilotspodcast.com. That's pilotspodcast.com. Or you can listen to us anywhere that podcasts are listened to. We recommend Spotify. Or Google. <laughs> Don't recommend Spreaker. Um, but don't concern yourself with that. You probably already haven't heard of it. Right up there with Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Twitter, uh, which I'm not usually speaking about, you can go <laughs> at Pilots the Pod uh, or go to Instagram at Pilots Podcast. Uh, write us uh, some nice things or some bullshitty things at our Facebook at Pilots Podcast. Uh, and you can write us an email, pilotspodcasts at gmail.com. That's pilotspodcasts at gmail.com. Yeah, give us your recommendations. And, you know, if there are shows that you can think of in the downtime, give us something for the watch list, even if we don't do it. I mean, there's going to be two months that I'm going to need more TV shows. All we know for <laughs> sure is that we have several million fans. Several million. I'm sorry. Let me say that again. All I know for sure is mm-hmm. that we have several million listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if anybody is likes us. I'm not sure if we have any fans. So, That's uh, rough. Yeah. If you're a fan of Pilot's podcast, um, please let us know. Yeah. Yeah, love to know who's listening and and uh what you like about it if you like it. If you, if like, you it. like it at all. Yeah. If that's the thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> Other people's listening habits might be different. I don't yeah. know. Well, cool. Thanks for hanging around this long. We'll catch you next week. Catch you next week. I'm Riker. <laughs> and I'm Shmi. And this is Pilots. <laughs>